Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Front Porch, your friendly neighborhood podcast. We are so excited you're able to join us for our second episode today. My name is Ethan. I am the content producer at 730 Eddie Studios. And with me today are Donnie and Liberty, who are both videographers and editors right alongside me. Literally. Yeah. We all sit next to each other in the office. Um, and today we're going to talk about film school or no film school. What are the benefits of going either route? Should you do it? Who could you meet? You know, is it worth the money? Stuff like that. So to kick it off, uh, Liberty, if you'd like to tell the audience a little bit about um, who you are, what your background is, you know, this is your, this is your first time on the podcast. So it'd be great to get a little introduction from you. For sure. Hi, everybody. My name's Liberty. And, you know, I think it all kind of started in middle school. I was partaking in a lot of theater through like my own middle school outside of it. And that's when I decided I am going to California for college in middle school, determined it. And sure enough, high school came around and that was still the mindset. So in order to accomplish that goal for myself, I only applied to schools in California. I was like, if I don't get in, that's it. We're done. I mean, I'm not going to college. But thankfully, I got into my uh, number one choice school, which was the University of California, San Diego. And I went there and studied theater. And around my sophomore year was when I decided theater, uh, not the best uh, yeah, not market we're looking for. Yeah, uh, job yeah. There. <laughs> I met a lot of mentors who were doing acting and they were like, you know, struggling to get jobs after college. And I really didn't want to be in that position because I was going to a school out of state. And that's when I took on a communications major with an emphasis in multimedia communication. And from there, it was like basics of film, but we were never doing anything intricate at all. And from that, I joined a video production um, group. It was called TTV Triton Television, which is our mascot. And that's where I started to learn more of the basics of film and decided that that was something that I, I definitely wanted to go into. Started doing 24, 48-hour film festivals, videos on YouTube, talking to other people who were actually in the film program there. And that led me through graduation. And I was there during COVID. So my junior year got cut short. They sent us all home. And then my senior year was completely online. I was stuck in a little apartment taking all of my classes and they were doing no more programs, no more anything. And that's when I started editing wedding videos for a friend. And that's where pretty much all my experience editing started building up, you know, looking up ways to make my videos better, look cleaner. And after school, I moved to Spring Lake and I was looking for a job and I found 730 Eddie. And I came here and interviewed with Andy and he was like, you know, like, we'll give you a shot. Didn't have a ton of content because it was COVID. I had done like nothing. And Andy decided to give me a shot and I've been here ever since sitting right next to you two. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you've been doing a great job, by the way. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Um, you've been here for five months. Five right? months. Yeah. yeah. Five months. Yeah. I mean, you've been dedicated to what you've done and you've clearly shown that you have more of an interest in the field than other people do so thanks Ethan. Yeah, yeah yeah of course uh but donnie you're kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum yeah you, you did broadcast right i did broadcast so it was like a broadcast school um i went to northern michigan university up in the up marquette michigan 
Um, I went there to study originally music, but then I switched to uh, media production and new technologies was the name of the major. Um, I pretty much studied video exclusively, but they did teach a little bit of like script writing, audio production, um, a little bit of web design. Um, but main focus was video. Um, and how I kind of got more into video was a professor of mine in intro to video production approached me and was like, Hey, one of the local news stations is hiring. I think you should really go for it. Um, it was a job where I would have to work from 4am to 9am every day before class. And so I was a little apprehensive, but I'm kind of glad that I jumped ship and did that. Um, and from there, pretty much just cascaded into where I am today. I worked at Wood TV for a little bit. I did a little bit of corporate stuff at Spectrum Health um, before here, but um, joined the team about four months ago. And here I am doing some video stuff and now I'm on this podcast. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very different mm. backgrounds, yeah. obviously, for both of you. Um, I guess a little bit about myself because it is it is relevant um i all i went to like the i went to the film school in the area which isn't like a big film school but it is the film school uh compass college of cinematic arts i talked about it a little bit on the last podcast but basically my curriculum was a lot of short films um a lot of set set etiquette classes uh film history um Basically, everything you could be taught about shooting films at that time in that kind of space, but most of the college took place in a in a basement anyway. So, um, but yeah, five minute short films, ten minute short films, fifteen minute capstone projects, um, filling out various positions. I learned how to direct. I learned how to write. I learned how to shoot. Um, and then while I was doing that education, I was teaching myself photography. So. It was, um, it was a lot <laughs> to say the least, yeah. but California, right. Yeah. And Marquette, Michigan, <laughs> yeah. very, different obviously very different, different places. So, yeah. um, what do you guys think is the most, what, what makes your schools unique compared to other, um, schools? Like what about your education was mm -hmm. different from what other people would do or, what is something that people should consider if they're thinking about film school or no film school? So I guess I can go first for my experience. Um, I went to a much smaller school where it was like the school itself was 20,000, but the program was about, I want to say like 60 or 70. So it wasn't a huge competition to um, get out there and get experience in the field, in the area. Um, Cause there were three local news stations that you could work at. There was the on-campus news station that you could work at and then there was um an on-campus public broadcasting station they were a little different but they shared a studio um so there was plenty of opportunities there and then um it was just great because everyone in the industry there knew each other so like i said my professor was the one who approached me about the job at uh tv6 was the news station that i was working at at the time um approached me about that and i don't think i would be where i am today if that hadn't happened. I'd say mine's the complete opposite. <laughs> I went to a huge school. And when you go to California to study film or work in the film business, you're pretty much a walking stereotype. You're like, oh, of course they're here. I mean, you walk into a place and you're waitressing. People are like, what do you want to be? Oh, I bet you want to be an actress. And you're like, oh, 
that's awkward. (laughs) (laughs) But it's everything is super competitive. I mean, pretty much everybody wants to work in the film industry there. Getting a job there is super hard. You have to have like a niche or be the best in your field to work on any movie set. And thankfully, what my school did was kind of bring that down a little bit, make it a little more personal. And we had a great like rental facility for you to go. But it was a lot of you had to be self-motivated and self-oriented to go out, check out equipment, start just making your own short films, start joining clubs. Mm. And you really have to be broad and expansive if you wanted to get into the industry. No one was going to you know, walk you through it unless you were specifically going to like a film school there, because mm. especially my school was STEM, STEM research. So film and all that was definitely second, second best. But yeah, it was very, very self, self-oriented. Would you say it was uh, competitive? Yeah, I'd say it was very competitive. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody who was there, what I mean, as much as they'd want to be your friend, like it, you all knew you were competing for jobs in the future. Mm-hmm. That's how it was in like even the theater business. But with the film, everyone was willing to teach you, but there was this kind of competitiveness that was a little off-putting. That's that's interesting. Um, at, at my school, it was very small. There were um, 60 people in my class when I started and I graduated with 24 people. I mean, and you and you yep. think wow. you, you would think it'd be competitive because of how small it is. But we all just ended up liking each other a lot. And um, the, the people that would go to film school thinking it was easy, they I mean, they they fell behind so quick because yeah. it, it isn't it isn't an easy thing to do. I mean, you're working ten to twelve hour days on student sets where a bunch of people don't know what they're doing, so yeah. it, it takes a while. Um, but Donnie, did you have any uh, like competitive things at your school that you found, or was it never really an issue? So I guess the most competitive thing was the the like the job that I had and a lot of like the broadcasting jobs like the actual professional jobs that was the big competition was to see who could like get into those positions because then at that point you're you're paid you are at like a professional place um so there i want to say i knew of maybe six or seven of us who worked at news stations and then the rest pretty much worked on campus doing either the public broadcasting or the just on set like student film um news broadcasting thing and i think they called it public eye news um there <laughs> but i never had to go that route so i didn't know too much about it um it was honestly just one of those things where i think what helped me a lot was just knowing a lot of different things um i think you've talked about this a little bit before but being a jack of all trades kind of like helps you get in and then from there that's when you can kind of start specializing at least that's been my experience so, yeah, I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. And that's that has helped me a lot because it's like you can do what. What people, whatever people ask you to do, you know, it's like, yeah, I can figure that out. Yeah, I, I have a little bit of experience in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm a photographer, soon to be hopefully a colorist. <laughs> and you've I mean, yeah, my 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 specialty, I guess, would be like live production. Um, It didn't really start out that way. It was just kind of I would go out there and I would just film whatever but um just with my role and my career path i've gone from directing shows to doing like um operating shows and 
you know, I do that a little bit here. Um, Austin does most of our stuff, but I kind of stepping in a little bit to help him out with that. So, yeah. 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 That's awesome. Um, is there anything you want to specialize in Liberty? Like I know we talked about color this morning and color has been kind of what you've been falling back to whenever I ask you. So I assume you'd like to take like a, a colorist route as well. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to do that. I think especially when I, you know, once you start studying this and you get into the business, like you start watching film and TV differently. And ever since I've like been working here, I, as soon as I watch a film, I'm like color. I look every single time all, mm-hmm. it's like all yeah. I can think about while I'm watching it. I just rewatched all the matrix movies yeah. <laughs> and all I was thinking about the whole time I was like color, color. And yeah. I think that's definitely something I'd want to specialize in. It's so intricate the way that colors can blend together, how they work together, how they don't work together, how they can change a scene, how they can change acting. And I I just think that's all really, really interesting to me. And it's such a broad world. And I only know like a little bit of it now. And I want to know everything. (laughs) Right. It's so interesting that you went from literally pursuing a theater acting thing to now kind of flipping behind the camera to coloring that's 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 yeah. really cool actually Thanks. and it, sh- it shows your flexibility as a a person to learn and like grasp the concepts of things really quickly mm-hmm. yeah and i think if you even when i was doing acting you have to acknowledge that there's a camera there and there's an entire process that's making you look a certain way like yep. acting is such a small part of it but that's when I fell in love with the whole big picture of everything. Like you're doing something, but there's so many other things that go into it that you can learn about that can make you do something better. And so that's when I just want to learn everything behind the camera. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, I kind of had the same thing. Cause I, you also studied yeah, acting. I did, yeah, I did. Uh, Compass had a very, very limited acting program. Yeah. Aren't you one of like, Three alumni. Well, it's it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it started with like fourteen of us in a pretty basic beginner class, and then in my last two years there, it was just me and three other guys, or no, me and two other guys. That um, I was right. Yeah, that <laughs> we did Shakespeare, and we would do like very um, intricate, like intimate acting sizes that um, acting exercises. Said that wrong that allowed us to really hone our craft because there were so little of us. So mm-hmm. our teacher could focus on us individually and really help us like grow those skills, which is super cool. Um, and I definitely preferred that over a bigger school, I think. Okay. I have an interesting question for both of you. Um, how do you think your experience with acting in school or whatnot has affected your current profession of filmmaking? I don't know, Don. <laughs> Sorry to put you both on the spot um, like that. Well, I could probably answer that, but Liberty, do you have anything to say about that before I do? I'll go after you. Okay. Um, I think acting has allowed me to un- it's allowed me to understand myself better because I mean, in those acting classes, they're very intensive, and I don't think a lot of people understand that. You do a lot of things where you you really have to dig deep within yourself and like unlock a lot of traumatic experiences and memories that you kind of put yourself through to get to certain mm. spots when you're acting. 
Um, but I learned all about like where energy is stored in your body and, you know, whether you believe that stuff or not, there is some truth to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just helped, it helped me become more open and expressive and like emotional to people, I guess. Cause yeah. you kind of have to be if you're an actor and I already was before that, but it just, it furthered those qualities about me. And I think, um, in social settings and on sets, I'm, I'm more prone to like leading people and, mm-hmm. you know, being, being a strong presence that can help like carry a team along because I have a better understanding of it than other people do. Okay. So almost like just a better presence, but also like yeah. a little bit client you, and you, acting direction. You too. have more of a commanding presence as someone with acting experience. If you're, if you're confident in yourself enough. Okay. I agree. I was going to say person to person relationships are. I'm glad you agree. <laughs> I'm like, this sounds self-centered. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, I mean, you can get those qualities without going to acting school, but that helps you realize, I'm sure, some mm-hmm. of those things. But yeah, I think also in terms of a lot of the stuff that we do here, we do a lot of in our interviews, right? Mm. And making people feel comfortable in front of a camera if they've never been in front of a camera. If you've studied stuff like that, that's something you learn. And now you're expecting someone to do that in the five minutes that you've just met them. So I think there's ways that you can help the people that you're you're filming, like like you said, talking to them, giving mm-hmm. them small directions, giving just being there, having that emotion like, oh, okay, we know what you're feeling. Like, here's what we're going to do to try and help. And in terms of filming, like you can set up shots in ways to make people have uh, a look or like you can pretty much use the camera to make other people act, which I think is something that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think that helps to have that insight like. You, you know how to set up a shot to make someone look like they're sad. That's where the angles come yep. in and all that stuff, mm-hmm. which is something that maybe an actor might not know. But then you start studying the other side of it. You start picking up on those things. Well, yeah. yeah. And you, you were that perfectly. It helps you pick up the other side of the camera mm-hmm. faster. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So is there anything about your guys' educations that you would change like would you have gone to a different Mm -hmm. college if you could have or do you think your experiences at the college you went to helped get you where you are today i think uh hindsight's always 2020 um i i'm glad that i had the experience that i did and i ended up where i am um sometimes and this happened, I think it was my sophomore or junior year of college. I realized that there was, there's two, so on my, at my university, there were two different like film programs. There was the broadcast side and then there was the digital cinema side. I was on the broadcast side and I was way more interested in video than everything else they were teaching. Um, I'm glad I learned everything else, but I kind of wanted to switch. And I, so I went and talked to my advisor and he was like, well, technically, you know, it's a few more years for you to graduate if you switched over to it. Cause a lot of your credits don't count towards that. So I, I guess I had wished that I had switched to that earlier on so I could get that more traditional film school like experience. Um, but I am glad that I went the route that I did, if that makes any sense. Um, Cause I think it helped me to, I guess, discover what I was actually passionate about. Cause I, I, 
I think if I went to film school first, I don't know if I would have discovered it as quickly as I did. And I don't know if I would have gotten that same opportunity where this professor came to me and literally was like, hey, you should apply for this job. I think you'd be a really good fit there. Um, so I guess I, my my answer is very mixed and I'm kind of <laughs> dancing around the question a little bit here. <laughs> that's OK. But um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah, that's awesome. Um. I am so grateful that I got to go to school out there and I had awesome experiences. I think it's a good talking point when you meet people like, hey, I went to school. It's kind of like that was the dream. I did it. Do I regret it? Slightly. Uh, School's a lot of money, like a lot of money, especially (laughs) if you're going out of state and, you know, you face consequences with that. And Me not thinking I knew what I wanted to do and then not knowing and then changing. And, you know, I wish I knew right away, like, oh, I want to go to film school because I think Mm -hmm. I would have learned things that I wish I knew now that I'm still having to, like, catch up on. But that's just, you know, a hard question. That's something hard to ask for, like, to know exactly what you want to do. But I'm I'm thankful that I went there. I think I got a lot of good experiences. I think any anybody's different experiences are going to benefit them in some way in the future. Yeah, everyone's experience and is valid. Exactly, exactly. But do I wish that I would have figured out early that I wanted to go more into this? Yes, and I think maybe my path would have been different. But I'm still here. I'm here yeah, with all you guys. Here now. I I love my life. I love everybody here. So and look at how much fun we're having. Yeah, <laughs> you can't you can't complain. <laughs> But so the impact that your guys's educations had on you, mm -hmm. good, bad, wish it was better. I'd say it was largely good. Um, Obviously, I could always wish for more. Um, Like I I would say a majority of what I learned and used today, I did learn on the job. But that education is what kind of jump started where I am. Um, so I'm very thankful for that. Um, obviously, the debt could be a little smaller. But yeah, I I agree. Um, there's something about taking classes and going to a college that really shapes somebody having that form. And it's not for everybody. I know you were saying that like college is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. But if it is for you, it's it's always going to be beneficial. Like You learn things there that. I would have never imagined learning, even if it wasn't about what mm-hmm. I wanted to to study. So I, I thought my yeah, I'm so glad I got an education. I'm I'm happy with where it uh, took me. And yeah. and it's it's beneficial if you let it be beneficial. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like if you take it seriously, like you're spending all the money, you might as well. Yeah. Take it seriously. That's kind of what you're supposed to do. Right. <laughs> and I would hope you would, because that's what you went to college for. Yep. Um. But there are plenty of people that didn't take college seriously where I went mm-hmm. and all of us pulled ahead of them. And I know all of us that did take it seriously, we're all in very good job positions right now. Mm-hmm. So it definitely helps. And um, well, I guess I guess this leads to our next question now. Should people go to film school or shouldn't they? Mm, there's so many. <laughs> so many factors yeah one oh go ahead okay one thing that i think about going to film school or going to film school in general is one thing that's always been big for me 
and it's the same argument for why you should go to college is connections. You mm. make s- life is all about connections. That's how I got this job. That's how I've gotten every single job I've ever had. <laughs> it is so big. And when you go to film school, you're going to make those connections. You're being taught by the best who know the best, who've been through all these different experiences. You can get their insight on things. It's so beneficial to have peers and people you can look up to that are in the same environment as you, teaching you, learning from you, and you're on set with, that I think film school is really beneficial in that way. On the other hand, money is a big thing. (laughs) Money is huge. If if you don't want to spend a ton of money, there are things you can learn online. There are things Mm. you can learn by just completely throwing yourself into it if you can get into it. Yep. And... It's, yeah, it's you're so right. hard. Yeah, you're right. yeah, it's so hard to to come up with a definitive answer on that. It's very uh, based on you. Well, and, I, and well, and that's why it's always a question that people bring up because mm-hmm. the the answer is not definitive. Right. If if you want to go to school, if you want to make the connections, if you want to make a bunch of new friends, obviously go to film school. But if you don't have the money but you care about it enough that you'll put in the time and the work to take on that craft and teach those skills to yourself, then don't, don't go to film school. You'll, your motivation will carry you to your goals in the same way school carries, you know, people that go to that school to their goals. Absolutely. It, that's just kind of how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Like Liberty already mentioned the um, online courses that you can take. I mean, Pretty much even after I graduated from school, I'm still watching classes online. Oh, yeah. I'm watching yeah. YouTube videos on like the top 10 Lumetri tools to use in, <laughs> in Premiere <laughs> yeah. Pro, even though I've been using Lumetri for the past like five years, like I'm still learning new things every single day. Um, so even if like you don't go to film school and you learn everything off of YouTube University or, you know, you get a master class and watch a bunch of film stuff. Um, you can learn all the things it's it's the the big thing is the connections you have like you both have mentioned um that's where i made my connections and how i am where i am today um if you already have those connections somehow like maybe you know you have family who work in the industry or friends who work in the industry already you've already got a leg up and learning is now your big obstacle and i guess that would be kind of where i would say maybe you don't need to go to university if you don't want to you can learn it all online or on the job a little bit but um the connections is a really really big thing about going to <laughs> yeah. school um and just attending and meeting all these people yeah and i guess connections is the biggest separating point between the two because like i met a guy in college he was a fr- he was the first guy i ever talked to in college on mm-hmm. orientation day and I, w- I was in his wedding you know this past <laughs> summer like and he he and i are best friends i mean it's it's amazing the kind of connections you can make with people in such a short time mm-hmm. doing something that you both like. Yeah. You know, cause he and I mostly trauma bonded on sets that were <laughs> super, super difficult. Yeah. And like hard, hard outside in the winter type. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, we, we still have like two and a half minutes. Oh, um, we did this on the last podcast. Do you guys want to share an interesting fact about yourselves that, uh, no one else would know? Interesting fact about myself that no one would know. Mm-hmm. Like here in the world, you know, anywhere, anywhere. Um, 
Hmm. I'm going to have to think about that. Do you have one? Um, I think I got one. Um, Dane might know this. He's in the room with us. But uh, <laughs> I am a avid mushroom hunter. Uh, I always forget that about you. Did you? Uh, did I tell you that too? Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know this one. See, okay, it's a good thing. Someone yeah. else, I keep getting this. It's okay. Um, yeah, I, ever since I was a little kid, my parents have taken me out mushroom hunting during the spring and it's just become like a huge part of my life. And some might call me a junior mycologist, but I can pretty much tell you <laughs> okay, if you can dude. eat it. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I, I can pretty much identify like a lot of mushrooms and tell you if it's poisonous or not if you could eat it if you'll die if you eat it um we're, we're not talking like fun mushrooms we're talking you know edible uh morels are a big one that's the biggest one that <laughs> fun <laughs> mushroom. <laughs> that's a terrible term someone can not put that in here okay um, donnie how about you yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah that's it um, that's my fun anyways part. i'm not going to talk about uh mushrooms anymore but um <laughs> maybe that was a bad fact oh my gosh. <laughs> was a, a great fact okay. you just kind of you kind of want to fall a little bit. I tend to do that. I think I think a few people in the office know about this. I know you know about this, but I'm uh it's no secret that I'm a huge nerd. I love mm-hmm. everything nerdy, but um I'm a huge fan of Dungeons and Dragons. Play it every week pretty much. Get really? together. Yeah. Yep. Um so fun. Dude. Are you it's dungeon so much fun. master? Um I have dungeon mastered before, but um typically I'm one of the players. Um so yeah. Nice. I guess that's my Fun little fact about me. We should get a D&D group. Together. We should get a D&D I, group. I've never played, but I've always had such interest in playing. Yeah? You want me to run a session? and I I would love that. I want to make my own character, right. and I want to <laughs> win. Well, uh, <laughs> Can you okay. win? <laughs> it's more of a collaborative process. but okay. <laughs> All right. Well, well, we have hit the 30-minute mark. So thank you guys for coming on today and talking about it. It's, it's awesome to get insight from other people. And as these go on, we'll introduce more people within the company and have a real diverse cast of wacky characters for you to listen to. Um, We're very excited to have the second podcast done. We're going to record the third one soon. And um, we also are working on a new podcast space, actually across the hall. We're working on acquiring it. Yeah. But um, once that's built, we'll have a brand new space and... It'll be really fun to personalize it, I think. Yeah, don't get too used to this setup. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if it's your favorite thing ever, I'm sorry. But <laughs> we're going to change it. So um, you can follow us, Instagram, Facebook, you know, post a lot. Got some LinkedIn if you're a LinkedIn person. Um, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Now get off the porch. <laughs> <laughs>